Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Chanel Morales, an online business coach specializing in helping build six-figure online businesses so they can create freedom and travel the world, and specifically helping women in corporate looking for that escape. Love that. Chanel, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Oh, so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and um, you know, the, the women that you love to work with? Yeah. So, I mean, my journey started being in corporate, um, you know, working in that nine to five job, recognizing very quickly that it was soul destroying and boring and the most tedious thing I could ever experience. <laughs> um, I'd been a single mom at, at 19, gone back to uni, thought I'd done the thing you're supposed to do, get the degree got the job at 25, my first ever full-time job at 25. So I was a bit later than most of my friends. And so I think maybe I was just in a place in my life where I was like, I'd already lived quite freely, you know, being a student, going in in your onesie two days a week. It's pretty chill, right? Um, So when I started working full-time, I was really like, is this really what you've all been doing? Like sitting here every single day. And now I just can't imagine my life being being that way. And so the women that I love to work with, those ones that are feeling how I was feeling back then, as a single mom, having all the other stuff going on at home, you know, the work-life balance is just not good when you're doing everything at home and you're looking after a child and everything else. So for me, I love to help women who are, yeah, stuck in their corporate job, not feeling inspired by it, not loving it. You know, there are plenty of people out there who love their jobs and they love routine, but I'm not one of those people. And so a lot of the women who come to me are like wannabe travelers, digital nomad wannabes, um, a lot of women who are interested in world schooling or alternative schooling their kids. Um, and they, they want the freedom to be able to do that anywhere in the world. So that's really, really my passion. Nice. So it's, it's kind of sort of following your footsteps. You were able to make that transition. You created the life that you wanted. And I like, cool, I get to share and help others to do that same thing because you, you've lived through that experience. So what what were the, maybe the toughest points of that when you made that transition? It's like, yeah, this is the business I want. And is it all buttercups and rainbows or is it no? there's there are things that you go through? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of the women who come to work with me want to want to know the answer of exactly what their dream business is, exactly what their perfect business will look like, um, exactly what the roadmap is going to be to every single step and every single point along the journey. 
And it's just, it's never like that. Business isn't like that. And that's what I love about business is you never know what's going to happen. It's not a straight road. Like I love waking up every day and not knowing what the hell I'm going to be doing, where I'm going to be sleeping. Like, so after I started my first business as a social media manager, which is my background's in marketing. So I started a social media management business, made sense. It was basically what I was doing my job anyway. I recognized that I didn't need to be in the UK and I started traveling. I started traveling the world. I took my daughter out of school when she was eight years old. Um, we sold everything, booked a one-way ticket, and we traveled the world together for three years. And so when I started traveling, I had a blog, and that's when I started to share my journey. And other women started to ask me, how are you doing this? And they wanted to know, like, how are you making this happen? How are you making the finances work? I had no savings when I left. I had 300 pounds in my bank the day I left. I literally didn't have money. I had a couple of social media clients, but like nowhere near enough to like sustain me. And I just went on pure faith. And so a lot of people want all the answers. And I will tell you right now, you're not going to have all the answers. You have to just jump in and do it. Now, you don't have to be as crazy as me. I wouldn't advise leaving the country with no money. Um, (laughs) It worked for me, but, you know, it was stressful. And so I definitely say, you know, that first year traveling with a brand new business, not really knowing what I was doing, didn't have like a lead generation or content strategy. I didn't know like how to find clients specifically. Um, there was some hairy moments and it was very, very stressful. But all of that led to me learning all the things that I know now, which is how I was then able to teach other women. Because if I hadn't learned all those lessons, I wouldn't have been able to coach other people. So when women started to ask me, how have you done it? I was like, hmm, let me think about that. I'll sit down and I'll, I'll write it all out. And I came up with like a 12 step process, which was my first ever coaching program that I developed. And it was just based on if I was starting from zero now, knowing what I, knowing what I know now, what steps would I take? You know, how would I figure out my business idea even? Like, how would I, you know, work on my mindset, figure out my business idea, do a business plan, figure out my niche, How would I brand myself, write content, generate leads, all that stuff. And so I started to take women through this process. And that's when I realized actually that social media management wasn't my calling at all. I was actually not very detail orientated and I didn't enjoy sitting there writing other people's social media content for them. Um, But if I'd never done that social media business, I never would have left the country. I never would have started the blog and I never would have then be able to coach. So when people come to me saying they want to have the answers, you're not going to have the answers. You have to just get into business, start a business and then figure out what you don't like, what you do like and let it evolve organically from there. So I started then coaching and did both. I was running a marketing agency and coaching at the same time. And then soon realized that marketing agencies were a lot more stressed than than coaching was. And I just sort of let that go. And then I became a coach full time about 18 months after starting my first business. So there was definitely, you know, times when I recognized that what I was doing in that moment wasn't what I wanted to do forever, but it was a means to an end. And it was getting me to that destination to take me on that journey to where I needed to be. Yeah. And, and things change. Things evolve over time. So when you said, you know, they want to know what is the answer, there, there is no one answer because you're going to change. What are your what are your needs? What are your desires? What do you want? And once you get there, because there's never the, the the end result. It's okay. Then what's next? It's always an evolution. Even you with your, you can see the the natural progression that you made based on ah oh, shit yeah I like this or I don't want to be doing this. Yeah, and it can evolve and it can change. So with these experiences, what does that you up for? 
today because I, I know that you're going through another transition now, which is really fresh as in it's really exciting. You've got a lot in your back pocket of experiences and with transitions and making that move. So what's it like as you as you start to make a make a new transition? Yeah, so I think for the last 12 months since um, my daughter's been having some health issues and we moved back to the UK, we weren't traveling anymore. My whole brand had been based around the travel and and feeling like, you know, I was helping other women to create that kind of freedom. Um, and because of her health issues, my own mental health had been really like affected and I've been in a really bad place with anxiety. But because I'm a business coach, I was still showing up every day. I was still posting every day. I was still doing the live. I was still doing the masterclasses. But gradually over time, I you know, the coaching for me is easy, like talking to my clients, coaching them. I could do that in my sleep and I still love that. But all the rest of it, the social media, the showing yourself, mm. the being visible, <clears throat> the constantly having to share your own story and what you're going through um, became really, really difficult. And so I recognized that I needed to make a shift. And I've been over the last few months just trying to figure out what that shift is going to be. Um, and when I work with women, there are some foundational things that I, I try and get them to understand when they decide they want to start a business so my first module in all my programs is about mindset goals and dreams so it's like what do you want to achieve from your life what are your goals what's your dream life look like let's build a business that fits around your dream life so create your dream board say how much money you want to earn how many hours you want to work all of those things then find the business that fits that and so I kind of took myself through my own program in like deciding like, what do I want to do next? And one of the core things for me is I don't want to be sat at a laptop all the time for my work. Now I don't work long hours, but I just don't want to have to be sat at the laptop only. I want something that gets me up moving around. I want to do something that's in my local community where I can make connections locally, where I can, you know, go to networking and find clients different ways other than just Facebook all the time, which is what I've done for the last five, six years. Um, and so I really just took myself through my own process, you know, and then I did the research, which is like the next step in my process, looked at like different markets and competitors and all that kind of stuff, talked to lots of people, asked people in my local area, like, is this something you'd be interested in? And kind of came back again to something, you have to have something that's backed by passion, you know, and so for me, um, my new idea is a completely different thing. It's nothing to do with coaching. It's not in the online world. And it's actually to do with food, which is something I've been, always been passionate about. I'm a big feeder. I love cooking for everyone. Um, all my friends love coming to my house because they always get fed. So yeah, that's sort of my next, my new venture, which is going to be starting very, very soon. It's going to be a, a food delivery business, a food prep. Fantastic. That, that's a huge change. Now with this, when it happened, was it, was it fatigue that set in? Because you know, it was Facebook fatigue and you're always there, always showing up. You say the coaching comes second nature. Something you can do in your sleep and you love it. But showing up, even though you didn't feel like it, showing up and sharing a message when you have your own struggles, dramas, things happening in our personal life, as we all do. There's so many aspects of our life. So it can be sort of tough to show up. Is that something that sort of weighed on you? And is that part of the decision or was it with your new situation? Okay, let's let's find the right thing that works for me now. Or is it a bit of both? Yeah, it was definitely both. So the social media stuff, like I've literally posted on Facebook every day for the last five years, every single day. 
like because that's my strategy post once a day so <laughs> that is what I have literally done um and then yeah just I think every one of us is addicted to our phones anyway and so having those notifications and the constant like always replying to messenger messages whatever time of night it is even though I don't have to but it's there the notification pops up so you just oh just do it so I've literally deleted Facebook and, and Messenger off my phone. So I don't actually have them on my phone at all now. Um, so that's like something that I've done for myself. Um, and then also because I don't do the gym, I don't do, I'm not into fitness or anything like that. So if I don't do a job or have a business where I actually stand up, I don't stand up all day. I'm like, sit here, do some coaching, go and sit and watch Love Island, go to bed. It's like... <laughs> I need something where it's going to make me stand up. And then I did um, my grandma's 75th birthday party this weekend and I cooked all the food and there was like 30 people, but I made like about 10 times too much food. There was so much food left over. <laughs> I was like tending everyone home with food. And I just thought I've really enjoyed being stood up all day cooking and then like getting into bed. You know, that feeling where you like lay down and it's like really nice. I haven't felt that in years. <laughs> because... Yeah, that's let's let's pause that moment so as an entrepreneur it's so easy to get wrapped up in our work at the computer doing these things and mentally we're fried emotionally we're tired but our body's like i've got juice I'm, so and it's like there's that kind of misalignment and contradiction yeah, that's where anxiety sets in isn't it it's like that your nervous system has got all the energy but then at the same time you're mentally tired it's just like a bit of a toxic combination so I was like I just need to do something physical at least you know where I'm stood up doing moving around being creative with my hands making something that also that that nice feeling of like making something you know Mm. so um yeah those all led to the decision really they were all, all parts of the decision nice and so we've kind of caught you like sort of mid in transition it's very fresh very new which is really exciting to sort of talk to you in the, in this sort of raw state about it what is it that you that you're nervous about because this is a little bit new a little bit different so we can we can always hide behind this and as entrepreneurs as people oh my gosh we can avoid stuff what is it that you're like yeah this is going to be a challenge for me this is this is kind of new what are you not looking forward to with this transition um i don't know if I'm, there's anything i'm not looking forward to one of the things i'm definitely considering is like having to commit to actually cooking food every week week in week out for people you know it's like you know I coach every week so it's it's similar but actually having to physically get up every Sunday and cook all day and then every Wednesday and cook all day and then deliver Monday morning Thursday morning if that's the kind of the route I'm going down Mm. um it's like yeah I guess it's a big commitment in terms of like oh what if there's plans on the Saturday or weekend plans or like can't go away so I think I've just got to have in my mind like three to six months of that and then bringing someone else in to like help with the business if it's successful. Um, so that's sort of what I'm thinking in my head is like, okay, yeah, you might have to not go to a few raves on a Saturday night, <laughs> but it's only like uh, for three to six months and then you can always bring in help if you know if you grow the business. So and that's the main thing for me. Cooking, I'll, I'll cook all day anyway, happily love it and I do it for free I do 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 it for free so that's not so much of a worry for me my background is in marketing so I'm not too worried about that and I feel like because the type of business it is you get repeat customers so it's not like with coaching where I'm literally selling a new person every single time which is quite hard 
this is like something where you get 10 good customers, you know, most of them will probably keep buying from you over and over again. And then it's just a matter of referrals. Oh, my friend, you know, the, the person in my office, he wants it too. And I think they grow quite quickly from the research that I've done and like listening to podcasts of other people who started similar businesses. So mm. not too worried about that stuff, but yeah, the actual physical commitment of being, having to be home every weekend and do the cooking when I can't, you know, having a, an online business gives you that physical freedom. Like I can just go away on holiday and take my laptop and work from the hotel. I won't obviously yeah. have to. And this is, and this is a, a new kind of style of business because, oh my gosh, as you said, it might take a couple of months for you to, to bed this in, to, to, to prove the concept that it works. And then it's case of, okay, bring someone in how can you scale so there's a brand new element of now you get to build your team to bring people into a physical environment that is there's a whole new level there which is but like, i am the sort of person like i get bored so easily like i've changed so many things in my business over the years just because i'm always like oh what about that no idea like so i feel like if i don't have a new thing and a new thing to figure out and a new project to understand, my brain tends to get kind of bored anyway. So it's probably a good thing that I've got this new project. No, so you've got a little bit of squirrel syndrome going on, which is like, oh, I can look at this and I can pivot and I can change. This is, it takes all your brain power to be like, no, we need to build this. And maybe you're sort of kind of pivoting at the same time. So you're kind of fulfilling those needs that, that you have, because you know you, I just said it, you don't get up. So you need that working kind of environments so we all know ourselves we know our tendencies know our traits so what is it that you're you're most looking forward to for building this this business stroke empire <laughs> um well definitely the new challenge like i said i like the, like the research is so fun for me like discovering a whole new world of different types of business like I'm passionate about business I love business so like mm. doing the research about a totally different business and how it all works and the sort of different marketing strategies that work well for this type of thing that don't not necessarily something I would be doing for like a international online business for my clients all over the world this is very location specific so like things that it's just totally different strategies and learning that stuff I really enjoy and listening to podcasts from other people who've done this I really enjoy that um, I think I'm like quite um, I, I love people complimenting my food like that's like my favorite thing if someone goes your food's amazing I'm like oh thanks so <laughs> I'm looking forward to that bit of it for sure um, getting you know hundreds of compliments on my food every week could be great um, so yeah I just uh, the newness of it is what I really enjoy like the new new project and getting out there in the community more local people um, in my area I am here for now and not traveling anymore at the moment so yeah that's kind of I think my the thing I'm most excited about nice and that I think that's that's a sort of a sort of we all kind of seek whether it's you know the dopamine from social media from pivoting and changing or looking for the next idea rather than setting some foundations there's always that that new and it's it's, it's a big kind of driver so you've kind of found that when this starts to, to wear off again you know you what can you see your 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 traits or your tendencies to be that you need to either manage or leverage so i think for me it's like the the version i'm starting at the minute is going to be the most simple version 
I've already got about 65 million ideas about other things I could do with this business. So like grazing, grazing tables at parties, food trucks, doing like different dietary requirements. Like, so I don't feel like I would get bored because I've already got like a Trello board full of other ideas of, this is just like stage one. And obviously this is me doing the cooking, me doing the delivering, like it's very, very mm-hmm. scaled down. So the next stage would be like bringing the chef, bringing the delivery person, getting a, a premises, you know, yeah. offering different things. So there's going to be so many new things. It's not going to feel, I don't think boring to me um, at, at any stage. Nice. And how do you manage yourself, you know, the person behind a business, through the, the the doubts, the anxieties, all these things that naturally come our way when we do pivot and change and then ooh, we pause and, and you have those little feelings coming. Well, how do you work through that? Uh, Thai massage, I'm a big fan of. <laughs> like going for a massage, spa days, things like that. Um, talking like talking to my friends, my boyfriend about everything I'm thinking about. Um, I would love to say that I'm great at like meditation and stuff like that, but it's just not true. I know it's good, but I just, I've got no patience for it. I sit there for like 20 seconds and I'm like, right, I'm bored now. (laughs) So I tell all my clients that they should meditate, but I actually don't do it myself. (laughs) So yeah, I'd say, yeah, my main thing is, and, and raves, raves are my, uh, my outlet where I forget everything and just enjoy the music and get in the zone. So that's mm. great for me. So you have a, what we call like a controlled release. You have the elements in your life that is like, here's where you let off some steam. Here's where you completely change your your identity, your thought patterns. That for you is is the way that you, you, you kind of manage. Yeah, music for sure, I think is like, because I think no matter what I'm doing, usually I am thinking about business in some way. But when I'm in a rave, I'm definitely mm. not. That's like the one place where I'm not going, hmm, what about this? Or this, maybe I should change that brand color. Or like, oh, this is a good social media post. But in a rave, I'm definitely not thinking that stuff. Yeah, that point there, that's huge. Because as an entrepreneur, you must have had this all the time. Even traveling the world is like, oh, I can make this change. Or here's what I could do. There's always that entrepreneurial mindset. Of- I say travel's another time, actually, where I, I don't think that much. You know, I'm in a new place. You're taking in all the new like experiences and stuff and you're not so yeah. focused on, you know, what it is you do in your day-to-day life. And I think that's been the difference. When I was traveling, the online business stuff felt very easy. First of all, because content's fun. Look, I'm here and this is a story about something fun while I'm in front of a pyramid or whatever. You know, it's like mm. it's much more fun to post content when you're traveling the world and it's all aligned with what you're doing. Um, but also being just in England with gray skies and like just not feeling that inspired it's hard to be like yay like come and live your dream life it just doesn't feel as real so I definitely feel like the balance of my life was better when I was traveling and working online because I'm up and about and I'm walking around and I'm visiting places whereas now being in the UK like unless you're going I don't know for dinner or to the pub or it's just we don't go out and about as much, I think, unless you live somewhere really beautiful that you can go hiking like the Peak District or something. But Northamptonshire is not. Quite hey, what's wrong about Northampton? Come on, give it some love. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nice. Well, look, Janelle, thank you so much for for sharing you know, your live transition, what it's like for you, how you help people, but also yeah, behind the scenes as you work through this it's going to be fascinating to see you you grow and, and this business to to explode so we wish you all the best and all the luck with your with your new venture 
Thank you so much. Wonderful chatting with you. Oh, you're welcome. And look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? So I have a Facebook group called Freedom Fempreneurs, Building Abundant Lifestyles with Online Business. Um, and then I'm at Chanel Morales Coach on all social media. Awesome. Well, everyone, go check that out. But Chanel, thank you again for, for sharing and, and, and playing with it today. It's been so much fun. It's been great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.